0: Loss and Humphreys on the road Muggins and cream, cream and muggins Straight thugging, living the dream that, That's our intro Fucking muggles Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done Are we in the same seats? That's mm-hmm. hack Oh, muggles Accidental rim job in the park Kiss, kiss, kiss Or i just being cynical He's
1: muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Jazz, mate. last day of the leg Ooh. Feeling good. I I watched um, Society of Snow. Mm-hmm. I've gotten the name of that film wrong so many times. It's
0: exhausting listening to you get it just completely and utterly wrong. It's called like the Snow Society. Paw Patrol. <laughs> it's just Snow Patrol. PlayStation, is it the PlayBox Five Fifty? It's that. It's that mm-hmm. era of your life. Mm-hmm. So I watched that, and
1: it was. Two and a half hours mm-hmm. of slightly less traumatic than that one minute tour a diary that you did in the middle of this tour. <laughs> <laughs> the one Right. You, <laughs> you seem to be comfortably numb now though. Just I don't know how we, I don't know how we used to do fucking longer than this. Well, kinda being sentimental. Home used to be on the road mm. and now home's at home. I yeah, think, I think that's the difference. Like when I lived in London, London was like my party flat and the place where I kept me kept me stuff. Yeah, and my wife happened to be. But like I've I've got like like I feel like I've got a home to go back to now. Yeah, like Natalie Natalie lived with um, a flatmate, so I didn't feel like I was just leaving her. We just had the dog, so there's a bit of that. Um, also. It's been fucking busy this leg of the tour. I mean, the last one was as well, Germany, but it's like it's not like there's been a great deal of recreation and partying and uh, doing stuff. Mm-mm. No. Um, however, the gigs have been tremendous. The people have been nice. The food's been good.
0: Yep. Yep. You're just a wee bit homesick. Uh, I can uh, comfortably fucking. I could, for years and years and years, I've never, ever understood, like, you know, I always thought, I'll always do this fucking job. And now I'm like, I could take two years off and not fucking blink. Mm -hmm. and like all the fears and anxieties I used to have of like oh man if I take a year you may not be there when I come back fucking good news for me (laughs) man if I step out of this fucking game for two years and I come back and everyone's like we've got no idea who you are I think I would just stand there and be like maybe that's for the best maybe that's I mean I don't think that is the
1: case you've actually got like a a level of life now where like not working again would just mean getting a smaller house hmm it would just mean selling your house, getting a smaller one, living off the rest. Like, you, you're actually set, I think now, as long as you weren't ridiculous. As long as, I think that's why, like, do you think that's why some new money celebs just spunk it on, like, Lamborghinis and that? Yeah. So that they need the work. So that they need to stay ambitious. I think so. Because it's, it's, it's actually, like, it's quite, like, if you, if you get that kind of money, it's quite easy to spread it out at a working class rate. Of like whatever, like 15, 20 grand a year that a working class person would be on. Mm. You
0: could live a small life for a long time on your money. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not, look, don't get me wrong. I don't want to stop fucking working, but I'm very much of the opinion now of uh, if the next tour is, uh, because the start of this tour was brilliantly booked. It was perfect. It was ideal. Like that was the longest I've ever enjoyed doing like our show without it being overworked. Yeah. And this year has fucked that already. And it's only continued to going to fuck that in the ass very violently for the next four or five months. So I can only imagine how bitter I am going to feel about this job Mm. in the... I reckon, but the end of March is going to be some of the worst podcasts you've ever fucking heard. So oh, subscribe to just Patreon lock, just right now. Lock in for that. Lock in right now if you I want mean, to they, hear. These already are proper fucking mantras. These, these are these are hostages at this point. Yeah, for that. Uh, I'm I'm very much of because this is and look I, I I'll take some of the responsibility for like the bad uh, scheduling of this tour. Um, if it happens again, my dummies are going out of the pram and. To the point where I'll just go right. I've now got so much money that I'll I'll just never ever work again. I would much rather spend twenty grand a year purely just on like the bare necessities than I would mm-hmm. two or four days a month.
1: So what what is what what bit do you think fucked it? Like the fact that you've got to go home and then do a gig at Kerkadi straight away. Why no,
0: why the why the living, This is the problem with booking tours, right? Is people go, oh, Turkey's near to Greece. We'll just combine those two. Don't combine those two. Don't combine those two. I couldn't give a fuck. I couldn't give a fuck how close countries are to each other. Like, yeah. Marlena very much tried to get us to fly from Greece to Turkey to fucking India. And I'm like, oh, cool. Three weeks away from home. That won't it, make it, me suicidal I mean, at all. It,
1: it's actually going to be worse than that. Because now what we're going to be doing is going Greece to Turkey to Edinburgh to India. Like, it doesn't... Just the fact that... Just the fact that it's... It, it pop, popping back home that, yeah. that actually makes it More hectic Travelling
0: But it just does mean That you can See a child Aye I know And then just the Dumbass fuck Why don't you Why don't you bring Kaelin to India Oh yeah Fucking Yeah let's send to fucking space While we're at it Aye Like let's just yeah. Let's yeah Let's just Like absolute Fucking hell For something No yeah.
1: Oh Aye the, the fact that We're like Worried sick That we're gonna get sick mm. no, like, offence,
0: no offence India But I would never aye. Not never Not never Never is incorrect But with the way we tour currently, there is not a fucking chance for any amount of money. I would bring my family over Uh, to experience that.
1: And also, like, you've got to think of the healthcare system. Like, there's one thing you receive in healthcare.
0: I've got no doubt that the healthcare in India (laughs) is fucking (laughs) amazing. All of the doctors are in the United Kingdom. (laughs) No, 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 but you misunderstand they're all doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, man, look, your racism's correct, but my racism's more correct. Like, yes, they are all coming over to our country, but there's a billion of them, right? Uh-huh. And 75% of them are doctors. Yes. Like, they're just born doctors and they're really, really good at it. I was, I, man, the one thing I've learned about being on the fucking road, when we were in uh, New Zealand, We were in a fucking taxi uh, that was driven uh, by an Indian man and he was saying that he needed to get eye surgery and we were like, oh, what's the healthcare system like in New Zealand? And he was like, there's not a fucking chance I am using the healthcare system in New Zealand. I am flying back to India to get my eyes done. Like, yeah, man, they're the best. Like, health and safety, if something goes wrong in India, that's the best place to be. And also, look, one of the really uncomfortable things about India, which you just have to accept is and I don't want to accept it, but it, this is the golden pass. Oh yeah. You're God over there. You're God. We do. Our, our ancestors and did such you're... fucking atrocities over there and they have such deep racism over there because of the fucking caste system that like you do just get better treatment everywhere.
1: Yeah. Insurance money probably counts for more as well.
0: Absolutely. It, it, it would be very, like very they're prob- unfair. They're probably
1: getting banked if you get wheeled in. Yeah. Aye. And they're all going to jail if I die. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to get to jail there like no i've seen nah. have you seen it i liked it i thought charlie Hun- hunman done a good job of it
0: still one of the worst books i've I ever that, dragged my because way through
1: everything that you hated about it is what robert jordan does
0: no it is robert jordan's really never spent super describes
1: like a lot of stuff
0: no, he'll give you the, he'll give you the socio-economic policies and like the, the traditions of each area, which is hard to, he won't oh, he'll describe. go through
1: garb, he'll go through like what people are wearing down to the fineries.
0: Yeah, but he won't tell you the what smell, what lavender smells like for seven pages yeah, and then where two every, pages after where that. Where
1: every wrinkle on a person's face comes from oh, in that deep history oh, of frowning. Oh, oh. i oh, play like that.
0: It stank as shit. It stank of shit. And I can't believe the movie's not 19 hours long. Were you just in a bad place when you read it?
1: Because you you sometimes put your mood on whatever it is you're doing and you hate that thing because of your mood.
0: Yeah, but it takes seven months to read Shantaram, so I can't imagine I was sad for seven (laughs) fucking months. I can't imagine for the fucking nine years that it took Mm. me to read that book where absolutely nothing happens.
1: Like, do you know if the game that you're currently playing is as bad as you think it is? Or is it actually objectively
0: bad? All of the reviews online have said the exact same thing that right. I've said, right, that, which is that Marvel is Midnight Suns is a really, really good game, right? And it's voiced by Matthew Mercer and your character. I'm Matthew Mercer. Matthew Mercer's is my voice. My friend's my voice. This is really cool. I want to love this fucking game, mm-hmm. right? It has more dialogue than the period between 10 BC and now. There's more dialogue happens in that game than has happened on the world since that. It's unbelievable.
1: That's it. It's was there not like a Metal Gear Solid game that was like that as well? Because like Metal Gear Solid was amazing. That one of the mm. OG games of PlayStation One. And then I don't know if it was like two or three or something. It was just like fucking constant cutscenes.
0: Like, yeah, it's not. It's like they do a thing of like there's going to be so much storyline in this. I'm like there is a. There's a bell curve on how much sto- how much I'll pay attention to the story, right? Mm-hmm. And that is if I find the story interesting, right? And it's good and it's short enough that it keeps me fucking. I'm playing the game, and then story happens during the game while I'm playing it, like it's in the background of the fight. I'm like, oh, that's what that's what I'm doing now. That's interesting. Okay. And then there's just enough cutscenes that I'll actually watch every cutscene. Mm-hmm. And then the drop-off point of after that is I no longer care about any of the writing you've done. Yeah. Like I am. I'm gonna be. I'm just going to... I'm skipping every single cutscene in this now.
1: Did you find it with the new Horizon Zero Dawn? Horizon... I don't know
0: why that didn't take me. What
1: was up with that? You know what? I kept grabbing my phone when I was playing it. I was was fucking... I was just... My mind was just elsewhere when I was playing don't. I don't know why it didn't grip us. Uh, I was gutted that it didn't take me because the first game... I think game, it was more of a button basher than the last one as well. The last one, you had to really strategize how how you're going to beat the dinosaurs and that one. You could just fucking aye. up your strength and club them to death.
0: Aye. The projecting my emotions thing is, is fair because that's when I started playing Marvel Midnight Suns because I was just like, I wasn't enjoying my... I wasn't enjoying... Baldur's Gate 3 as much and I'm like that's not the game's fault I'm mm-hmm. like if you're not enjoying Baldur's Gate 3 Daniel it's because you're not you just need something else you're just playing at the kill time right now yeah right? yeah yeah so you need to, uh, and because you've you've played it a couple of times mm-hmm. you know it's not giving you the you know the um, sometimes replaying the same thing over and over again is like a level of comfort because you're familiar with it whereas this it just wasn't offering me like the the stimulation of escapism that I needed so downloaded this new game and again I know this makes me sound incredibly fucking lame, but constantly. Man, I, to this day, cannot believe sometimes that I'm friends with the people that I'm friends with, right? Mm. Playing a game that's really fun and it's Matthew Mercer's voice. And I'm pretty sure Ashley Johnson's in it as well, right? And I'm just listening to this. That's thing. Ashley Johnson
1: from The Last of Us? Aye, aye.
0: Well, Ashley Johnson from Critical Role, but sure. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did I get that right, though?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And she's, oh, man, she was like, she was going to be a huge... Uh, character in uh, The Avengers Uh, like and if you watch the extended edition of The Avengers Ashley Johnson is in it heaps but just the way fucking Hollywood works is sometimes like you can film for like seven days on something two weeks and then like your entire character's cut and you're like huh so and like to you know to get to play games that your friends are uh, part of because they're very good at what they do is is exciting and I do wonder if Matt Mercer ever feels that way when he's watching me on stage making thinly veiled misogynistic jokes, he's like, ah, it's my boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Probably a bit. Um, Remember when Tom Stade was the voice on a game? And it was actually really good. It was like an indie game that didn't have a big mark in or something. Oh, yeah, I think you're closer than me actually there. With a K. And, like, you would turn the world upside down and mirror the world and... Yeah. So like you, you like you, you done things that twisted the platforms to.
0: Yeah, it was like a two D slide scroller thing that, uh-huh. that, that, that there was some sort of three D aspect that you could bring mm-hmm. into. Kalimba, I feel it's and kalimba.
1: It, kalimba,
0: okay, we close there, and,
1: and it's um, it's kind of like same, same kind of not not the same kind of game as Super Meat Boy, but like that same kind of indie. Like it was just like, it felt like a couple of dudes made it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah! It was back in the good old days of the uh, Xbox when they just let yeah people fucking create Kalimba. Let's see, Kalimba,
1: Kalimba is that right? And Tom Stade does all the cutscenes on it, and it's like so undeniably him. Great! Oh, we've actually had a few people write in with the celebrity encounters. Well, you know, it's not actually called Kalimba.
0: I can't even fucking find it. I Matthew Walker. I
1: wonder if you could find it by typing in Tom Stade games. Game. That's what I did. Did you uh-huh. Okay. Um can I just uh open the celebrity encounters with this
0: one? Absolutely. Got it. Is it I once met Daniel Sloss and it was three weeks into a tour and he was so depressed that he looked through my eyes into the back of my skull hoping that he could see the light of freedom and home.
1: Not quite, but similar.
0: You read it out. Uh you're right, lads, I have a story about me and a famous person and that was our good friend Mr Sloss over here when he was staying at a hotel in Manchester when it was very warm and the aircon didn't work Oh yes! Yeah. I remember you, you useless fuck <laughs> when it was very warm and the aircon didn't work No surprise I got told by a boss because I clogged Daniel Sloss in the reception and I went to hide because fuck meeting your heroes and that but anyway I got told to go to a room and give them a heater and drinks vouchers Guess who it was? The one and only Daniel Sloss which in my fangirl mind All I could say is I'm a big fan And then thrust the heater Into his hand <laughs> So yeah You He'd give you a heater When it was hot With my talk- son think- With my son Who was fucking f- Like Galen was Three or four months old At the time We were going down For a friend Matthew's uh Matt, and Mia's Engagement party uh-huh. We were staying in Manchester yeah, uh-huh. like, Locked out He kind of just fucking listed And it was absolutely boiling There was no air con I think they, we talked about this On the podcast We fucking did talk about this On the goddamn <laughs> podcast Stephen you baggy shit <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, love what you guys do. Can't wait to see you in Manchester next week. There was a podcast clip that went viral around of my work, so you guys laughing at me and it made my life oh great.
1: Good. I can't remember what the podcast clip is, but uh I imagine it's like he brought me a heater, Kai. Kai, he brought me a heater. It was hot. And he brought me a heater. Was it something like that? Sounds like you. That's the first time I've had an impression, Was it right? Um, I mean <laughs> it, I
0: mean it didn't feel nice to hear, so I guess. <laughs> But like I don't, I don't think that was because it of the me, accuracy. It brought probably a heater, Kai, and it was hot. The the only person who <laughs> does uh, even close, to, and I don't know, I don't know why I'm so hard to impersonate because like it's not as if I'm fucking subtle, and it's. I think it's because my accent's fucking dull. Ari, eh, eh Matty is the only one who mm. does an even close one, and it's he just does this, <laughs> and it's because I fucking everything I say with my lips if uh, I'm making uh, a point.
1: I. Did someone um, put a compilation of you go now, now? Was that was that uh, special called now because you would go now? Yes, and that's why you called
0: it now. Oh, all of so for ages, all of my specials were just named after like it was me trying to get rid of the ticks I have on stage. So uh, that's why one was called really, but mm-hmm. really, really became socio. Uh-huh. Um, uh, now was called now. No, wait, now was socio. Really was. Yeah, because you you two had them as different
1: names is what you released them as, right? Some of them, yeah. Dark was always dark. Uh, I think really became Jigsaw. Was dark always dark?
0: Dark was always dark. Dark was always dark. What was Jigsaw again? So? So it was. There you go. So. Aye. So. Because I used to say, so so yeah
1: uh-huh. Uh i didn't realize that you were addressing your text because i thought what you were doing that's is... why my next
0: show is called the n-word <laughs> 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 um or objectively objectively yeah uh, call it objectively
1: um I thought what you were doing is just Marlena's just like bugging you for a show title in December the year before the Fringe and you're just like... Ugh. Oh, that's a huge factor. Oh, he has he has a single word. Work with that. That is how it's... I it st- haven't wrote any front of the show yet. Call it so. That, Call it now. Call it really. Call it can't.
0: That is how it started. And then it got into the thing of like, I really just enjoyed the spree of oh, it just w- being one word. Do you wish you'd wrote a sentence? No, because Jimmy Carr did that. Jimmy? All of Jimmy Carr's DVDs, if you put them side by side, spell out Jimmy Carr uh, standing up, doing comedy on stage, making people laugh, blah, blah, blah. Like that's. I don't mm. know if it's the same anymore, but that was very openly wow. Jimmy's uh, policy to yeah. uh, name it as specials. Mm. Whereas I just got to the stage of like one name titles and then it sort of stuck. And one name titles are hard because it's like how the fuck do you summarise a show? But then I mean, fucking nobody expected fucking when 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 X was named X, it was just named X because it was my tenth show, mm-hmm. and it didn't become the special about rape and sexual assault until July of that mm-hmm. year. Yeah, yeah, and, I remember. And then and then now you know now that it's fucking weirdly cult and things, that name really fucking stands out. And purely accidentally, uh-huh. purely accidentally, Jigsaw was renamed because the second we were, I remember just sitting in the studio with JP doing the edit of it, and I'm like, man, this show isn't called So, this show is mm-hmm. called Jigsaw. It's very clearly called fucking Jigsaw. Yeah. Thankfully, Dark was already called Dark. Had to rename the fucking now to Socio. Um, Hubris, I still think is a great title, especially for what I was trying to do with it. Um, you know what you should do your next show? Just have, like, a, loads of words. <laughs> oh, I know what it's called. <laughs> there. Uh-huh. What's it? Mud. Mud? Mud. Aye. Marijuana uses uh, marijuana use disorder. It's the term that they're trying to come up with and put instead of just drug addict. <laughs> oh, uh, are, yeah. you gonna,
1: are you going to put the dot in it?
0: No, just call it mud, but all caps. Yeah. And then I imagine the poster will be me caked in mud mm-hmm. with a joint in my mouth, um, uh, or like, so-
1: <laughs> like um, the Predator. <laughs> not, that I've, not that I've been watching Predator lately. <laughs> recency bias um, I, I just like Arnold Schwarzenegger I just really uh i well, instead well, of us
0: a cigar yeah well because I know it's the only thing when people go ask me what my next show is about I just know the fact that I do I want to talk about like addiction in general because there's nobody in the world who isn't addicted at this point mm. we're all addicted to lots and lots of things and I think it would be very easy to make yeah. that uh, relatable
1: I'm not addicted to anything at the minute I've been on the treadmill every day for 14 days just because <laughs> keeps off me addictions just channel me addiction into something. That's that that's how you deal with addiction, I think. Throw it at something worthwhile.
0: Then get,
1: and then get back to the drugs immediately after. No, I was gonna
0: say I think your addiction works <laughs> different to mine.
1: Uh, I have really nailed this to a as far as that goes though, like staying off my phone staying off my phone like my my phone usage is down a lot from the last two probably helps that I didn't lose all my devices that really helps that I didn't just fucking walk through security and leave all my electronics behind but I've watched a film every day been on the treadmill every day watched both seasons of
0: Welcome to Wrexham aye I've done the opposite I'm like all of the years that I should have been putting into social media I'm now sticking into Mm -hmm. fucking I, I think I started pretty well with social media I went at the start of this tour and then just give up. I feel like I'm just... Like, it's good to have the distraction. Like, it's good to have, like, to... I, th- I, think, I, th- I think my problem originally was just, like, the fear of responsibility and the fear of rejection of it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, when I was talking to Cara, I very quickly realised the one th- the, the bane of my career, the one thing that's always fucked me off, ever since I wrote Dark is that there's never just been a fucking library of all of my shit. All I wanted was to like write specials put them out there and then fuck off and move on to the next special but Netflix only wanted two HBO only wanted one fucking uh, you know uh, and then you're releasing them in other places and you've got to stagger the fucking releases yeah no just go- one's on youtube one's on your website and it just became this fucking thing of like oh my god i'm just never gonna get all these things in one place and then i'm like oh my god no in fact like now i can just fucking curate it on you know instagram the, the, game, the game has changed in a way that i don't really understand but like in the this is going to sound very horrible and narcissistic uh but i mean it from the bottom of my heart Whenever you see lesser comedians overtake you, right? You don't get to piss and moan about the industry anymore. Whenever mm-hmm. you, whenever you watch people who are less talented than you overtake you because they're infinitely—that means they've got something you haven't got, and that's drive and, it's drive, and it's, work it's, ethic. Uh, and also, I'm pretty sure that when I was younger and I had fucking drive. And I was better than the comedians I was oh. surpassing. I bet they were blaming it on my work It It was
1: ethic. 100%. When when we started stand-up, there was a bunch of amazing comedians that had a 20-minute set that you just couldn't get... You, like, you couldn't budge from the club scene because they'd nailed that 20. Mm. But then you start doing an hour at the Fringe every year and you're turning over material. And yeah, your 20 might not be as tight as theirs, but more people are coming back to see you because it's a different set. And then they'll piss and moan about... People that are less funnier than them overtaking them that was that was us well i think it's so so we're just that's happening to us from other people that are new i agree on a, I, different, on a different level there's a different way it's happening but it, it's well, happening
0: yeah no, that's a very good point and it's only upon hearing you say it in that way it's they were going against the same thing that we're going against which is the idea of becoming your own brand, because mm-hmm. saying becoming your own brand makes everyone want to break their own neck and die. But like, you were just doing 20s and jogglers you were, and you would hopefully be the best on the bill. And if you were the best on the bill, you might make it to like a fucking TV show or whatever, like one day, whereas comedians like us came along, we start doing like solo shows for an hour, and then we start touring and being able to tour. And it was like, oh my God, look at them doing it all by themselves. They're trying to be themselves on television the big fucking problem we all had with social media when it started was just this idea of you know we have to become the brand ourselves. it's as we're selling and getting out there yeah uh, because that's not how the game was yeah, it went when We from,
1: st- it went from promotion to self-promotion
0: yeah and yeah self-promotion like, and, and we, and we used to specific we used to specifically hire people to promote things for us because uh, we hated self-promotion so much mm. Man, Chris Ramsey used to get fucking bullied. Oh,
1: like he was—he was—he was a, was a proper outlier with it, wasn't he? he was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Aye. Didn't get it wrong though. No, he's streets ahead.
1: Aye, he, he knew street, what he was doing. He was streets ahead. Of everybody else as well. Smashed it. Uh,
0: have we got any, any stories? Is that what this is here
1: uh, for? So the the Discord's on that, but I I screen Captain ones from yeah. You've got better eyes than me, and I'm. too.
0: Uh, right, you go in the Discord then. So there's a few pictures on there I've screen captain from the Am there. I swiping left or right here? Yeah, uh, so
1: that that's the one we've just done and okay. then you're
0: going that way. This is from Reese Astrop. Kind of a celebrity story. A hotel I work at what uh, I worked at while at uni hosts the Northeast Football Writers Award. The Northeast Football Writers Award <laughs> <laughs> First of all, first of all, for the Northeast to have a writer's award in general. Yeah. Very funny. So the Chronicle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What you doing? Right then. Fucking coal, are you? The right. journal. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> but then to reduce it to uh, footballers, uh, writer's award every year. And for the last 10 years, Alan Shearer has attended. Each year, he sinks about 12 pints of Guinness and leaves wow. before most of the awards. That is a good, that's, aye, aye. Never once offered, even offered to pay. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I read this when I screenshot it. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing the
0: mental gymnastics to defend him. I'll do it in a minute. Right. OK, so let me go again just because I haven't read this. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. So each year, Alan Shearer sticks about 12 pints of Guinness and leaves before most of the awards start. Never once even offered to pay. He doesn't even say anything when ordering. Just taps his empty glass without looking at the server. Never <laughs> left a tip either. the stitchy bastard. <laughs> and the Northeast writers are... You can do that in Sunderland, man. But,
1: sorry. Like, imagine you got invited... And yeah, Agent urges you to go because it's like publicity or you know, you're getting paid or whatever the fuck, right? To a, uh, like chortle awards.
0: You're sinking
1: some... that bar and getting rid of there before the awards.
0: It's journalists? Yeah, no, no, it's not just journalists, it's fucking
1: chortle. <laughs> I'm burning that venue down. Um also disparaging Sheera here, like uh
0: he bought me a paint i like <laughs> disparaging you it wasn't Guinness it was it, uh, it was it was the newcastle, was newcastle P- <laughs> yeah, that uh-huh. was what it was doing
1: yeah um when i went to the charity thing that he you know when he hijacked the gig from me yeah when well i'll talk about this uh, i was supposed to be doing a tour show at the newcastle stand in molina our agent emailed me saying um see below i've pushed back i don't even know who this person is and the below email was like we're sorry we're going to have to move kai's to our date we've got these ones available alan shearer was penciled in we didn't think it was going to happen put kai's to date in but now he can't do it so alan she doing this talk thing molly and i just thought it was another comedian and tried to push back from alan shearer doing the stand 300 seater or 350 whatever it is and uh, i was just like don't push back just get his tickets and when i went he put a thousand pound behind the bar yeah, and I got a couple of paints off him so good man good man okay
0: interesting Reese, I believe you I'm very glad that it's I good. believe
1: you only on the grounds that when I went to ask him for a photo oh, I he like did it. not want to take that photo okay. he did take it but we were very much in his way between the venue and the taxi I'm
0: going to have to google who this cunt is Alan Shearer <laughs> <laughs> Sam Hagen, mm. Hugen, Hugen? Who the fuck is this cunt? Scottish. Is he? Mm-hmm. Outliers, outliers. Sam Roland Hugan is a Scottish actor, producer, author, and entrepreneur. <laughs> Mate, we're all we're all we're all authors. Um he's best known for his starring uh sorry role well, as Jamie Fraser. And it's, oh, he's oh he's old handsome, McFuckable, isn't he? You know what? I don't I actually don't think he's the sexiest of us. Oh, okay, he's got muscles.
1: Mm. He's scottish hot
0: Ah, uh, yes yeah, yeah i'll acknowledge that yeah he's fucked over
1: here not specifically denmark but scandinavia not... uh, if he comes over to scandinavia he just fucking blends in like like not blends in but
0: I, I'm, I'm also really annoying that i don't know how to sam hewn it's got to be hewn that's yeah. how you say that name hewn 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 yeah, Hewan would be there. Okay, so Sam Hewen made me a cup of tea. Just heard Wednesday's podcast about name dropping and thought shared mine. I've been friends with Sam's ex-sister-in-law for years. Let me do the math there. Sam's
1: ex. Ex-sister-in-law. Parents broke up. Parents broke up. No. Parents got together. Sister-in-law, brother-in-law. Parents broke up. Ex-brother-in-law, ex-sister-in-law.
0: No, no, that just means he divorced, that's his. So if he marries a girl, that's his sister in law. and oh, they get divorced. Oh, and then they
1: get divorced.
0: So that's just. So I his...
1: am thinking ex-step sister. So ex- yeah, I was
0: doing ex-step sister. So his ex-wife's sister. Uh-huh. Or ex-husbands. Um, but that's not true. Just, I don't know if people know this, uh, but Scotland's a very liberal country, but we do have a quota for how many gays were allowed a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just him at the minute. He's, uh, we're allowed a lot, right? You know, we, we get a fair few in, but.
1: Name your favourite five. No, no don't have favourite, because that means your are favourite in them. Name five Scottish gays. Uh, oh, okay. I've got three uh, easily already. Alan uh, fucking Cumming. Alan Cumming? Yeah. Uh-huh. Who's
0: that? Alan Cumming! Come. Oh, here we go. I'll show you. Alan. Alan Cumming
1: him okay yeah yeah Was he like who
0: else i think uh no but he was he was I th- i'm sure he was fucking part of that he's an actor he's a very he's a very very Aye, good actor I, I, we I, all I, we, I we, we all love alan cumming uh craig hill yeah um uh, or oh, this isn't gonna count and i'm oh larry dean yeah obviously um the other one which doesn't count is john barrowman john barrowman why does it not count because, first of all, he's got a fucking disgustingly thick... It, when you hear John Barnum talk, his American accent's so thick that you're not Scottish. It doesn't matter. No, I know Scottish people who have lived in America for 40 fucking years, Lake, and they still have a Scottish accent. Like Man- Manchester, Scott McTominay. Yes. Aye. There's just... there's John Barnum will accept because he's, he's successful, but you're not Scottish if you lose your Scottish accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Any abuse directed at me is valid and accurate in that. Uh, Susan Calman. Oh, I forgot women were gays. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even... Oh, Karen Dunbar, uh, fucking Rona Cameron, um, Susie McKay. Who, well, there's loads of it. <laughs> I know hundreds now. Uh, yeah. All of them. Scottish gays, come on, there's got to be way more Scottish gays than that, um, that, that, that 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 I know, and that aren't just me mates.
1: Surely the ca- uh, Cameron someone that we've done a TV thing with one time. I said Ronan Cameron. Ronan, oh, yeah. Ronan. Rona. Who are you thinking of now? A Cameron someone. There was like a TV presenter. Oh,
0: yeah, from STV. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think he is gay, though. Oh, I think he's just... It just has that voice. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> you and Cameron. That's Aye, it.
1: I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. I'm safe, ladies.
0: Come on. There's way more Scottish poofs than that. Come on. We buffed these. You two brothers. Aye. Your dad. Aye. Uh, There's also Scottish case. Scott Agnew. Uh-huh. Uh, Stuart, Murphy. Hi,
1: Stuart Murphy. Ah, Stuart Murphy.
0: Who's was a
1: Jory, by the way. <coughs> Doesn't even sound like a Jory. Oh, sorry. But he's not not Scottish.
0: So, lots of case. Sorry. So, I've been friends with Sam's ex-sister-in-law for years. She visited me last year and decided to go and visit her ex-mother-in-law who lives near us. Weird thing to do. Sitting having lunch and Sam turns up. He joined us for a few hours and made me a great mug of tea. The whole family are warm, welcoming people. Also, he's one of the hottest humans on the planet. Please keep me anonymous. And that's from...
1: (laughs) 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 Um, I, th- okay. I think there'd be something nice about that if 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 a celebrity made you a lovely cup of tea. Yeah. Like, put a bit of care into it. Because there's, there's something about, like, making a good cup of tea that it doesn't come from a diva. Mm. You wouldn't make anyone a good cup of tea. Fuck, fuck off. I offered to make tea all the fucking time. Ah, yeah, but why does everyone say no? Well, because I don't respect tea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But if 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 a celebrity makes a good cup of tea, I think that's like, they're grounded. I think a, it takes a
0: really grounded celebrity to make a good cup of tea. I just think it's like, I told you this the other day when it came to fucking, um, I'm here to call out latte drinkers.
1: Oh yeah, you done me a good one. I couldn't even defend myself really. I just take um, it.
0: Latte. I, I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, no, I'm right. Latte is be- a lovely but it's not coffee. If you drink lattes, you are not a coffee drinker. You're an adult baby. You if like you a drink milk. if you drink lattes, what do you do? you like flavored you, you like warm milk. All you want is a big glass of warm milk cuz you're a giant fucking baby. But the problem <laughs> is, you know that as a big baby, if you drink just hot milk you'll go nap nap and have a snooze during the day and you can't do that because you're a big boy with a driver's license so you have to put the smallest amount of coffee into your warm milk so that you don't accidentally go nap nap anyone who drinks latte is an adult fucking baby and deserves zero respect and just yeah Uh, i agree with you but i like i love a latte
1: but it's like it felt like you'd caught us riding my bike with stabilisers on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, but it, it keeps us up. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I hadn't realised that just saw it as a practical thing. I'm like, oh, you know, I could ride slowly without toppling. Man, I, I realised
0: that because there's, when we, when we take Kaylin uh, our son, God, I miss my son, um on our walks, there is a little coffee truck and every day uh, like not every day, but every time we're going to walk, sometimes he gets like a baby chino, right? And bit, ba- and you're like, oh baby chino, it's so nice that they do that. Do you know what a baby chino is? It's just a hot milk. It's a latte without one fifth of coffee in it. That like, mm. the difference between a baby chino and a latte is way, 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 way less than the difference between a latte mm. and actual real coffee that heterosexual men drink. Uh. I learned what a quadrado is. And, heterosexual was. Women. and was. working gay men. Not the dykes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Weird line. Weird line I have. <laughs> quadrado? Do you
1: know what a quadrado is?
0: Yeah, I used to play for Chelsea. <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> um, it's equal parts uh, espresso and milk. And hot milk. So it's like halfway out of a latte, really. You're, you're allowed. That's also like a picolillo or something. Like it depends what country you're in.
0: You're allowed to put milk into your coffee. You're allowed to flavor your coffee with milk. I don't, personally. But do you think when it gets past the 50 50 mark on milk, when and it coffee, gets past the fucking. Yes. 50 is The me Quadrado being true. is as
1: close as you're going to get. That's your, your buy new.
0: Yeah. yeah you're yeah, bad yeah, for both sides, then not you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, like, I can't. Which is weird because, look, here's the thing. I would absolutely have a hot chocolate right but, a hot, but i wouldn't have a hot chocolate every day and i certainly wouldn't drink hot chocolate around other coffee drinkers going we're the same
1: oh that yeah mocha uh is that what mocha is it's mocha it's just a it's just a coffee and
0: a hot chocolate it's quite nice but of whipped cream everyone grow up celebrity encounter I was about 16 and we were doing some filming in Newcastle Town Centre for a project for our Media A Level or GCSE or something school related, anyway. Some old bloke comes up to us and starts asking what we're doing. Oh, God. Offering advice. As being young girls at the time, sort of palmed him off awkwardly. It wasn't until he walked away that I realised I recognised him. Bloody Brendan Healy! Poor bloke, generally trying to give advice. To someone who works in television. I mean, I think he died with a clean record without noncing. <laughs> and we did our best to shoot him away. Who the go fuck? Go to Brendan is...
1: Healy again, because I was instantly thought of Tim Healy. I wonder if they are related
0: Brendan Healy? I've absolutely no fucking idea who that yeah, kind of is. Yeah, yeah, you do. What's, no, what's I don't. I recognize him. Yeah, because he's from I the show. I should n- know him. He's a Jordy.
1: What's he Have a look. Uh.
0: He's a comedian, <laughs> comedian, apparently. <laughs> I'm being a heathen here. Television actor. He was uh, Black Velvet gown Badger, Boone, Spender, Quayside.
1: Spender, there we go. With Jimmy Nail. What's happening here?
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't... Th- okay, well...
1: The for a second.
0: For a second, try fucking 10 years. Um. Well, you know, that's... That's a big deal for anyone who lives within five miles of you. That's a celebrity, you know, fucking in in kind of there. Um, I have no idea, no, absolutely zero fucking idea. I don't
1: know who he is. That name, that name's in my zeitgeist. Is that the right word?
0: No, zeitgeist, like a
1: cultural zeitgeist, in the in the heads of people. Like I've I've always known that name, but I can't say I've ever.
0: Pass me this. I'm not going to yeah. let you go through the disgusting tragedy of. Trying to read. Yeah. To, 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 to the aggressive celeb meetings. I'm going to throw some Danes in the mix, mix which is good because we're in Aalborg now, so that makes sense. Um, you can say my name. So this is from my, me, my, M-I-E, me, my. I met Mads Mikkelsen when I was 14 years old and I'm a big fan of his. He's a very good actor. My uncle had done some movies with him. Oh, fuck yeah. So my uncle arranged for a meet-up after a theatre show he did that my brothers had got me tickets to. So it was a major surprise for me and so nice of him to stay for almost an hour, drinking a beer, smoking some cigarettes and having a chat after doing a show. He's a big football fan and so are my brothers, so it was mostly just them talking about stuff I didn't know shit about. But Teenage Me was too shy to talk to him. Anyways, this was years before his international success, but so happy to see him get opportunities because he was a really nice guy and he still is uh, 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 super talented. Oh, Nicola Costa-Waldo, fucking, um, you know him, old fucking uh, incest Lannister. Jamie.
1: Jamie Lannister? Yeah. Oh, and also Black Hawk Down? Yes. Have you ever went back and watched Black Hawk Down after you know who all the celebrities are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you watch, right. you watch it knowing a couple of them and then you go back and you're like spotting all of them.
0: Yeah, uh, his friends, old Nabos to my cousin. I don't want to know what Nabos means. So have been to some parties with him, super nice guy genuinely seems interested to get to know you. Yeah, imagine with a lot of the fucking Game of Thrones cunts because we know. Well, I say we know. I've met Jack Gleason uh, once or twice. who's played Joffrey, and that yeah. obviously showed launched him to fame so much so that he was like, "Oh, I'm never gonna fucking do this again because this is everyone in the world hates me." And uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah because you're really good at what you do. You do a really good bad guy. Yeah, like really hateable.
1: Um, we also got a photo with um, the Baratheon boy. What's his name again? Who on that book, Arya Stark? The Baratheon boy, the um, the the smithy.
0: Oh, yeah, I get it. The bastard Baratheon. Aye, yeah, aye. We got a photo with him at the yeah. at Bristol Square. Yeah, he's nice. He's very nice. I've had a few celebrities in my life, but two stand out. One of them is our boy, Kai. Okay, so you've got one celebrity story. Um, it's me. Little old me. I was shopping a psych ward a few years back, uh, before and during the starts of COVID. Fucking, who needs a psych ward before COVID, you pussy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just getting getting in while well, it's not busy, you know what I mean. She's trendy.
0: Uh, Is this yeah, Lauren.
1: Uh, hipster mental yeah. illness.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Lauren, yeah, yeah.
1: No, she's just I uh, have like 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 liking a band before the blow up. You know what I mean? Or,
0: or by the same thing, liking a band band before you blow up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I kind of discovered the boys a wee while before, but then only found out about the pod in late late 2018, early 2019. When I was locked up in the ward, not doing so hot, I found the pod again and started listening to them all. And for the first time in fucking ages, I started to smile and laugh again. Uh, I'm just just picturing
1: like one flew over the cuckoo's nest with it over the tannoy. (laughs) Not even in your headphones, it's like playing. There's people rocking in the corner. Man, it's
0: not in her headphones. It's not in the tannoy. She's just losing her mind. She's just going.
1: Like we have never existed. Yeah. I think someone pointed it's, out to me that the only time now. I
0: smiled and laughed was when I was listening to watching their stand up. Uh, so as you do in the middle of the night, message my and Cream Instagram account saying that listening to the pod has been the only thing that's kept the spark going in me and I just wanted to say they were doing some good work in the world. Thank you for mentioning on the pod that Kai wanted to put good into the world which prompted the message. And Kai messaged me back and he was genuinely happy that I would messaged. Thank fucking God you're in charge of our Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi guys, just to let you know that your podcast really saved me during a dark fucking time. Shut up and subscribe to the Patreon, you fucking <laughs> bag of shit. <laughs> and if you're suicidal, put us in the will. <laughs> and people would go, oh, it's just Daniel being Daniel. <laughs> they'd, feel
1: really, they'd say it as affection, they'd be like, it's his love language.
0: Oh, correct. Um... Mm, 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 mm. They were helping and generally had a message and he was really glad they were helping and then checked in with me and then when COVID hit and did Twitch, kept asking how I was getting on and sent me a cameo and roasted me in the best way about being used to being locked up. <laughs> yeah, great. Awesome. Um, and uh, Lauren
1: always checks in on Natalie when it's a full moon. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, how, is this? How, how are you guys with the full moon? knows that one um, moon affected? Uh
0: Disney Film Movies here since it's, it's... film's movie here since it's cheap, so I don't know where that is. So I ended up being an extra in High School Musical for about a week in 2005. You got excited, is that your job? No, I fucking hate High School Musical, but like... I got to, I I haven't hated High School Musical since I was like sixteen years old, and I was in high school. Like this is like, <laughs> yeah. were you in high school when High School music was on? Absolutely I, I, I often forget how much older I am than you. Yeah, that was. Yeah,
1: because that, that wasn't even on my radar. High School Musical.
0: Yeah, a girl broke up with me because I, of the just went on a massive rant about how it was the lowest form of entertainment <laughs> and,
1: and then i wrote jigsaw <laughs> <laughs> that was her that yeah. was the girl
0: uh and muff um zach efron and corbin blue were the sweetest took photos talked with everyone and some on blue corbin blue oh. um most of the rest of the cash is kept to the rest of the main people the second one still haunts me good in 2019, Lewis Capaldi did his US tour. Last minute, they announced a signing. I was so starstruck that when he went to give me a handshake, I told him, how dare you, and forced him to give me a hug. He seemed very startled by me, basically calling him rude, but was class and went along with it, took photos and chatted with everyone else, even though the event was only supposed to be a signing series, and went two overs. Over at the event time. Oh, if you've got any anxiety about that uh, meeting, Dad, nah. I promise you right now that is purely in your fucking head, right? Uh, There's, hey, look, if you've made a bad interaction with a celebrity, I'll fucking call you out. I'll be the first to tell you that you fucked off. Knowing Lewis, and what you described there. Aye, uh, no, nothing. Don't absolutely over, nothing. Don't don't overthink that. Don't not worth thinking about mm. at all. Like I promise you, Lewis was. As riddled with anxiety as you were at the time, we would not worry about it. Tim Minchin is really small. He is. That's
1: all I have to I, add. I we met Tim Minchin at the at Rockness. There was a, there was a little while where if you googled uh, Kai Humphrey's wife, the picture of me and Tim Minchin showed up. <laughs> oh. because uh, you know when you know when you uh, type your name into Google, it'll prompt you for what to put next. Yeah, it, it prompted wife, and then uh, Tim me and Tim Minchin come up so I wonder if anybody thought that we were married
0: main Me mention mm-hmm. uh, I used to live up the road from JK Rowling surprise surprise she was a cunt oh I remember one altercation
1: altercation <laughs> I wouldn't even know what JK Rowling looked like you know I
0: would would you? I remember one altercation. occasion I approached her to tell her to pick up her dog shit. and said, I said, excuse me, to which she replied something along the lines, if you want a photo, be quick about it in a rude, dismissive <laughs> country tone. <tour. laughs>
1: you took a picture of the dog shit.
0: I replied, who the fuck are you, you posh cow? Get your shite picked up before I snap your dog in half. <laughs> 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 it wasn't until we were down to the pony park that one of the people on his group clued, in who, <laughs> clued me in on who she was.
1: Snap <laughs> your dog in half <laughs> It's like a twig that's, uh, that's
0: fucking funny that's great Um Gianna Reeves met me on Princess Street Fucking Hell Keanu Reeves is a shout like he was walking down towards St. James's outside the record building and I was hanging out there smoking on my break and I was just staring at him like, no fucking way, someone looks that much like Keanu Reeves. He gave me a wee, wee smile and head tilt, almost to be like, I am who I am, and approached me and asked if I was local. I <laughs> was and like, not touching, can't <laughs> Not touching, can get there. Not
1: touching,
0: <laughs> Where some unusual touristy things were in Edinburgh. So I told him about Dean Village and Dean Park. For those of you who don't know, it's just part of Edinburgh where only Deans live. Um mm-hmm mary king's clothes and the botanics and some other bs i can't remember but he was just so fucking normal like the minute we got into a conversation i forgot i was speaking to neil wick 10 out of 10 with me again yeah i've only heard that he's fucking
1: aye. he'd be like a, it would be a fucking shock wave of out that he'd done anything wrong yeah i
0: kind of hope he does Yeah. Well, just right. Don't, and not, don't trust anyone, and not be, not because I want him to be a bad person, or I take any joy in him being a bad person. Just so you can stop worrying about it. <laughs> no, no, but I, I just, I, There's part of me, a really evil part of me, that loves when sort of fandoms are destroyed and they sort of self-immolate there's something really and this is a horrible thing but i, I never don't enjoy it it happened to you see whenever you see whenever a big fat celebrity uh-huh. right who's loved for being big and fat uh-huh. decides i'm gonna go skinny and look after my health Oh, yeah. And the entire fat community turns up. I will never not watch that every single iteration Adele, of that. Adele, Adele, she got a number on the Rebel Wilson, who, by the way, is just one of the least funny people in the fucking world. Excruciating and really shit to the gay community. Um, so I was really fucking chuffed when she got all the hate that she got. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always just think she's one of the worst in the world. Adele, I'm like, I don't, I don't, Adele didn't deserve the hate because like fucking Adele's, Adele's one of the boys. Adele's a, look, Adele's a lad, right? She's obviously a very talented musician and she's a brilliant woman, right? But she's one of the boys. She drinks tennis, right? She belts out fucking absolute anthems. Like I would, she's in my top five. If I could drink with her and get drunk. Are I'd,
1: where are you getting this info from? Adele. I it's really notorious.
0: Notorious is that Adele's just a fucking, just a good person. Are you thinking of Lord? <laughs> no. That's <laughs> Randy Marsh. I've never <laughs> met anyone in the in the very limited celebrity circles that I'm in who's met Adele and doesn't have a... Adele Ooh. is literally just the most down-to-earth fucking... She's does, just that, a does, that, like does that only happen to uh, women when a uh, celebrity
1: loses weight and the women that follow are like distraught because... They've been let down by them. Like, you know, if Johnny Vegas stopped drinking, would a lot of people be like, <laughs> what the
0: fuck? Um, fuck, dude, I was following you into war. Well, there was the big, there was a big fat bloke from My Name is Earl who gave up all his fucking drinking and he's now hench hench. Mm. I don't think he got any hate, really. Nah.
1: Like if Lewis, if Lewis Capaldi got ripped, like I don't think there'd be any,
0: any fluctuation. There wouldn't be anybody
1: just going, whoa, you are our guy. We were Yeah. We
0: um fucking um oh come on fucking Jonah Hill he he fluctuates a bit. Uh-huh. Uh goes up and down, but he's never really given hate for going up and down. Um Do you think that's a society
1: problem And that, that men can do anything with their weight and it just goes without batting an eyelid and then there's a well, media s a media storm. Probably nobody's even that bothered that Adele's lost weight. But the media will just fucking whip people into a frenzy by just being innately misogynistic.
0: I mean, maybe, and uh, yeah, you know, there is a thing of like, you know, if a man's fat, you can at least be the funny friend. And don't get wrong, there is obviously the old woman trope of of just being the fat friend as as well. But maybe, yeah, maybe it is just fucking industry sexism that it's more acceptable amongst uh, men. Um, but i uh, it doesn't just stay to fucking fat people. See, if there's nothing I wish more for, there's nothing I pray more for in the world than like. It to turn out that, like, Arsenal legends are despicable paedophiles. Oh, man, (laughs) man. I love Terry Audrey, Uh, but if it were to come out that he were as bad as Jimmy Savile, I would have.
1: uh, Uh, The person who wrote X, you are watching the uh, stuff about Thomas Partey again. I hope it sticks. (laughs) I hope it (laughs) sticks.
0: No, I just think there's there's
1: there's something about follow. Like, I I remember this moment in here. It was really like fucking like it sticks with us. I was doing the Blade and races, which is a slightly slightly less than ten k, like five point four miles or something. Um, it's quite a fast run. And I was following this guy because it's quite crowded. The streets of Newcastle are crowded on this run, right? And I'm just following this guy. zigzagging in and out of everybody. And I'm just on his route. I'm slipstreaming the guy. I'm having a fucking tough time because he's fast, right? But I'm getting through everybody. And then I get like halfway through the run and he just stops me. Oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> it stops. And I'm like... The fuck? (laughs) I needed you. (laughs) You will get me through this whole thing. And then I was on my own, running on my own, trying to maintain that pace. I feel like that's what happens when you're following somebody. That's a
0: motivation to you and then they turn up to leave you behind. Yeah. Well, I think that's another fucking, a big aspect of it for um, me where I was just like, I've, we've discussed this several times, the fucking reason I despise that X clip going fucking viral every time is because it ignores th- that one and a half fucking minute clip of X ignores the 73 and a half other minutes of the show X mm-hmm. where I talk about what a bag of shit I am, what a bag of shit I used to be, yeah. all of my toxicity. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Lad culture. Lad culture, then. my
0: complicity, my indulgence, over all of this other fucking stuff. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that clip. It just goes, looks sanctimonious.
1: Oh. You've actually been like really confessional all the way through
0: it. Oh, man, that clip was viral and people being like, is this your God? And I'm like, I should be anyone's fucking God. Like the whole fucking point yeah. of that show is, the whole point of X was to get, man, you don't need to convince women. You don't need to convince women that sexual assault is men's responsibility. Not all of the time. But it's at least half. You don't have to convince women of that fact. Right. You have to convince men of that. And if you attack men, they do not fucking listen. It would be nice if they did, but they don't. So you have to bring them on side. And the worst thing you can do, the worst thing you could fucking do, if you want to make sure that no man is on your fucking team ever, what you do is you show them another man and go, you should be more like him. Uh-huh. And I guarantee you every man goes, who the fuck is that? Cunt? Uh, That's it. what you're doing whenever yeah. you make that fucking clip from Mexico viral. You're tar- you're putting a fucking target on my back and you're undermining the value of the entire fucking show. Uh, share the show. Share the show. Do share not the show. share the clip. Never share the fucking clip.
1: But the, the real one where somebody was running and looking at you, and you're the person keeping them in the game, was Jigsaw. I've broke up with me missus. i broke up with me missus. i broke up with me fella. Life's going to be better now. Why are you getting married? Again. <laughs> you're married now, are you? Again. <laughs> Fuck! Am I going to run this on my own?
0: People not understanding could not have made my positions more clear on everything. This is why I'll never understand. I've said this a couple of times in the past couple of days, but I want to fucking reiterate it. I fucking hate, with a passion, celebrities that say shit like, I love my fans. I think that is one of the most toxic outlooks that you can have. It's a bit of a broad stroke. I love my fans. I've met
1: some of the best people in the world from your fans, and I've met some of the fucking craziest cunts in the world.
0: I am grateful for my fans. Uh I am unbelievably grateful for my fans. I would not have the career I had today if it were not for the people that have supported me over the fucking years. I am grateful for my fans. Do I love them? Absolutely fucking not.
1: Mm, You love some of them daily. Some of them ended up at your wedding.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, like those are just you, friends.
1: Aye, they are now, but they started off by enjoying your comedy. So
0: don't fucking make people think that they can be my friend. No, no, I'm but not. Fans. <laughs>
1: I'm not. But like, we we'll have made bonding friendships with people
0: who, uh, who were met at gigs. Yeah, but just to reiterate, that part of my life is fucking over. Do not think <laughs> I cannot make it. Yeah. I cannot make it fucking clear enough. That if you ever fucking <laughs> meet me and friends. you're a fan, there is zero chance you and me are ever becoming friends. Never in a million fucking years. That time of my life, that type of, of my down to earth is fucking dead in the water. It is not I've got, happening. Me, I've got me pals. I've got, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm open to new fucking planet, pals. I'm not making them at fucking stage door. And it's an awful. I... That's how I met my wife.
1: Not a fan mm-hmm. though. She was at a gig. She wasn't there to see me. Because comedy was on.
0: I'm grateful for my for my fans. I care about a lot of my fans. I wish my fans well. Uh, I do not love them, and I owe them fuck all. Mm-hmm. That's true. You don't need to tell them. No, I do. Nah, it's nice. I to think refresh. it's I think it's way more disgusting for freshness. Honestly, yeah. Well, no, no, no. But man, I'm just just if because the problem with the word fans are fanatics, right? Mm-hmm. Please, if you are a fan of mine. Right. Get it into your fucking head. I'm a very boring, angry, flawed person like the fucking rest of us. Right. If you like what I do, I'm super fucking grateful. Like that is what I was going for. But um, any ideas of perfection or even innate goodness that you see in me is projected from well, you've you. You've got to figure it out. Yeah. I've no idea what I'm doing. No idea. Well, not no idea. I'm very good at stand-up, but that's about it.
1: You're a good dad.
0: Yeah, because Cara's there. <laughs> Look. You're an outright mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, o- I'm yeah, an okay that's friend. That's an outright. Aye. Depends on the day. Depends what mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You're a Bad listener. Bad listener. And I wouldn't want to be anyone's inspiration. Like, that's the... Like, I I just, I just don't, I don't think there's a comedian that I, there's comedians that I love their stand up, but I don't think there's a comedian who I look up to as a person.
1: Is there there any comedians that you role model? Like that you see as role models? Uh, No, absolutely fucking not. Isn't that odd? Like even comedians that I admire.
0: Cheat on their wives. Like even cheat one, on the wives. even
1: ones that don't, like like go on. Wait, I admire Tom Stead. He doesn't cheat on his wife. Nope, not my role model. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not my role model.
0: <laughs> Bill Burr doesn't cheat on his wife. To to his, 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 admire his... him, not my role model. Admi- yeah, 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 not a fucking role model. <laughs> is... Anthony, Anthony fucking Jesselnik. Love him. Think he is. Oh, Shane Gillis. The best in the world right now as far as I'm concerned. Love his stuff. Role model. Uh, not even a fucking little bit. Cosby? Some <laughs> of the goats are flawless. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking Robin Williams. You kind of be a role model.
0: No, because again, Man like
1: kind he of be a role model, he wasn't happy.
0: Yeah, and he didn't yeah didn't get the help he needed and that's not to blame that on him by the way but just yeah i don't know it's hard why why is, why is there not many role models in my craft well cause, 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 because 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 the whole point of the craft is to be
1: the the every month bro- no no no, slightly no broken and show them your cracks
0: yeah it's to go in there and to not it's to be deeply flawed and to you know not pave over the cracks but to sort of reveal them and find beauty in them but to make sure that you don't pass those gaping flaws off as you're allowed to acknowledge your flaws and, and and make fun of them but not celebrate them and the idea of being a fan of a comedian I guess takes it beyond that of I'm going to celebrate these flaws as opposed to what we all did was let's all point and laugh at the fucking hole and not put that same hole in our own psyche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be someone's role model. I don't. <laughs> I don't even think I want to be my son's role model.
1: <laughs> I'll do that. I'll be his role model. <laughs> oh, no, I'll do it. <laughs> I'd I mean, rather
0: be my son's uh, role model than you be my son's I'll
1: role model. I'll be role <laughs> model. <laughs> That's that fixed. Uh,
0: right, I'm going to go and drink more, to um, be
1: honest. So next time you see us, will be in the studio and we'll have seen my partners and we'll be, um, we'll be a little bit more joyous. Thanks for listening. And thanks for writing in. Sorry. We didn't get all of the messages.
0: Yeah.